You are now listening to Carly's Couch. I'm Carly. And I'm Lex. In this podcast, we discuss a wide array of topics about life and how to live your best life. Whatever that looks like for you. (laughs) Hope y'all enjoy. In this episode of Carly's Couch, we discuss how our businesses are evolving as we finish out the fourth quarter of the year and what we're looking forward to next year. Happy Monday or whatever day it is, y'all. Happy Halloween Eve. I hope you guys have enjoyed the weekend. I guess most people do Halloween stuff if it's in the week, like the weekend before. Mm. I don't know, whatever the closest weekend is, maybe. I don't know if you can see that, but... <laughs> yeah. the, the little uh, white things. Uh, I hate, hate that in things, dresses. It's like, well, you don't need them. Unless you if, you... if you have straps, you don't need that in your dress. Um, But thank you. But yes, hope you had a good Halloween. No, not yet. They're kind of, oh, well. Yeah, I guess yeah, so. I guess kinda. So. Yeah, kind of. Maybe yes, and so maybe you already did one costume. Maybe you got another one coming up on Tuesday <laughs> or whatever day. Which I would like to see the costume. So please tag us. Actually, no. Well, I probably should take that out because you know people already like put up all their shit by now anyway. But um, I'll keep it moving. <laughs> all right. So this week's question from the couch: In an alternate universe, what profession would you choose? And we got some pretty interesting answers. Yeah, it was a lot of good answers. The first one um, is what I would have did is archaeology. Somebody wanted to be an archaeologist. We had a couple people say like anthropologist, paleontology. So just interested in um, being outside and digging and exploring. When I was little, I used to want to be an archaeologist because of the mummy. Mm-hmm. I thought it was real cool. So shout <laughs> out to that. Um, this next one is right up my alley chef. Also specifically a French pastry chef. Yeah, my people. Yeah, we had somebody say they want to be a psychologist. Somebody who said they want to be a sports or wildlife photographer, which that sounds pretty cool. Dancer, fighter, spy, investigator, assassin slash hitman. Yeah, one of my girlfriends said she would be a firefighter. Um, somebody said esthetician. Then we have the medical, uh, other medical folks, brain mm-hmm. surgeon, pediatrician, a couple times, and then someone said in the medical field, but do something where they don't have to come into contact with human fluids. Which is good luck. The medical field. <laughs> good luck. Yeah, because your body is fluid, so I don't know. Good luck with it. Um, a few people said they would be a lawyer. We had an MLB player, a sommelier, a barber. Mm. I was surprised a couple people said a sommelier, which oh. is kind of random, you know, for a couple of people to think about like that. Um, a couple of people also said pilots. Um, one of my friends said a geisha, which is interesting. This next one is interesting. International vibe curator of exquisite dinners, galas, art, music, and oil energy tech tycoon. <laughs> so basically, an IG, <laughs> IG fronter. <laughs> um, somebody said a storm chaser, which no. Um, a couple people said Formula One drivers, which no. We had a children's book illustrator, which That's I cool. thought was cool. Um, and then someone said no profession, no job. That's real, unless you're no. on the streets. Again. Um, and then somebody said they would be a painter. Which you still might be on the streets or a romance novel writer. <laughs> yeah, so those were interesting. Those were pretty creative. And I think it's so interesting how, like, if you could randomly do another job, a lot of time it's maybe something that maybe you've realized now you have more passion about um, or something that you know as a child you had a lot of passion in. Um, but also I don't think any of these are, like, things where it's like, oh, you should drop what you're doing to go do this. But um, for anybody who may have had that thought, then – Go for it. Why not? I was about to say, it made me think about something your dad said. He said that a lot of people always tell him, oh, man, I wish I could play piano. And he's like, you're mm-hmm. not dead. Right. So if this is you really on your heart, take your ass to barber school. You know what I'm saying? Like, go do right. that thing that you want to do. <laughs> work on that fade. Yeah. Work on your romance novel <laughs> with your other job. You know, it works out. 
that's not, <laughs> not wrong. Not wrong. But those are pretty cool answers. So thank you for getting involved and participating. Um, so as we end out October, which is the beginning of the fourth quarter of the year already, um, you know, one of the things lately I've been thinking about, but not just because it's fourth quarter, but, you know, I guess because it's like you can reflect on the the things that have happened this year. It's starting to just think about like, all right, what, you know, what's going to be a little different next year? What are some things that have happened this year that might, you know, be evolving with work, et cetera? And like, what do I really want to do? Mm. Um, sometimes it's like, you're just thinking about like, hmm, this was cool. This was unexpected. Now do I want that to be a part of uh, my work or our life moving forward? So that's kind of what I've been thinking about. And, you know, we'll just talk about our experiences with that this year and kind of just encourage you to have that kind of conversation with yourself as well. Because I think the fourth quarter always people are like, grind, 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 do all mm -hmm. these things. Um, but I think we should reflect and also see, you know, where life is heading. And again, is that something that I want to do? So we're going to get to that. So, Lexi, mm -hmm. how has your business shifted this year so far? Uh, some of the shifts that I've been seeing this year are more focused on working with individuals as opposed to um, the bigger organizations. But that was um, that was by fault of um, some of the organizational projects ending. And then the work that we started to bring up was um, people reaching out to us because they wanted to better understand what was going on with their social. So like give them an assessment um, and, or for people who wanted to formalize their brand and like more high profile individuals. Um, so that was kind of a bit of a change because we'd had so many processes in place, but now it's a little different with working with an individual. Um, and it's not our first one though, but we were able to kind of tighten up even more what that can look like with a high profile individual as far as creating a strategy for them, what that looks like to maintain content for them. Um, did a lot more traveling this year for work, um, like with clients and with client events, um, and had to produce a lot more like live content um, in those types of situations. So that was one of the biggest um, shifts that I would say happened this year, and which kind of caused me to start thinking about is that uh, a direction to that a, is that profitable for us? Like the mm -hmm. way we, we, we did it this year. And then B, is that something that would benefit us to do more of that same kind of work? Um, and then C, like how can that, what we've been doing, how can that change or uh, evolve to make sense if that was a direction that you want to go in? Um, and I say that because sometimes working with bigger organizations, it can be um, fun, but if you are doing content marketing, which has been our focus, then, you know, your bigger, bigger companies, they have their social media departments and things of that nature, but who they're really reaching out to is trying to get the talent and who they're reaching out to is agencies um, who are producing. So like to produce spots and content or take the photos, things of that nature. And so it's a little bit of a disconnect, but now it's like, hmm, well, if we had a focus on um, a bucket of like high profile individuals, then that can be how you connect with some of these bigger brands because, hey, we are putting this person in position for a campaign and then helping with them to get that content and get that out from, from where um, things need to be posted from the talent side. So that's kind of what I'm thinking about um, thus far. What about you? How has your business shifted this year? Okay, so quick reminder about what I do because I do a lot of things, mm -hmm. but um, 
think all things holistic health and wellness and self-care. So services on one side, products on the other. Services, I have corporate clients and then I have personal clients and teach classes. So corporate clients, I'm still doing the same thing. Um, and then classes and clients, the gym I used to teach at shut down this year. Mm -hmm. And so not teaching as many classes and had to really sit with myself and be like, do I want to teach classes? What do I want to teach when it comes to wellness? Do I want to have personal training clients? Um, products business is still going to go the same size. So I'll focus on services. So products still pumping holistic. Y'all don't be ashy out here. It is the fourth mm -hmm. quarter. So go ahead and order some whole butters. And I also have some bath sauce and other stuff coming. But for services, um, I've done consulting with companies about how to deal with stress resiliency, how to help their employees like build up leadership and team building skills. I've done it, went in and done trainings on self-care and, and how they can implement that into the workplace, but also into their own lives and mindfulness and how that relates to productivity. And so those are just some of the things that I've done, but it's always kind of been like a one-off, like, oh, I'll go teach at this place. Um, I taught with the school district for a year and a half, like different things, but it's kind of like come and go this year. I've been approached more about actually helping people on the strategy side of business mm -hmm. and on how to grow their businesses and how to develop curriculum, which is something I've been doing with nonprofits, but never in the business scope. Like I haven't tried to sell that to a company or anything yet. And so I'm pretty excited about it because I love the strategy portion of business and thinking about how to help them grow in a way that um, focuses on their vision and their goals and their impact because all the companies I work with have impact. Um, but then thinking about that, like, wasn't that that completely divests itself, not completely, it almost completely divests itself away from like my holistic health and wellness teaching. And so, like, at these companies. And so, I'm kind of sitting with like, do I want to push one more than the other? Seeing how I enjoy pro projects and what I do actually like to do within the scope of strategy. Um, yeah, so that's kind of what I'm sitting with coming into this fourth quarter. I think you started kind of to answer this, but just so I can make sure I'm clear. So you're saying that um, this new type of work is biz dev related, but it's not related to um, like holistic health per se. It's just like helping me help me with my business. Yes, exactly. So help me with my business. So I think it's interesting because um, I have done the strategy stuff, the biz dev stuff like around the mm -hmm. wellness but then the company was like, oh, but you also have MBA. You want to help us with this mm -hmm. other strategy stuff too? What type of company? Um, it not to be super detailed. But yeah, like no, that, no, it's it's um, actually so three. Well, one's a nonprofit. Mm -hmm. Another one is a um, like a community center type of business. And then mm -hmm. one is like a shipping packing um, place for other businesses. So you come in with your business. So I could take holistic to them and just take all my products and they mm -hmm. would ship out my orders and do that stuff. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. I was just wondering if there is a way that you could make almost like um, your niche be that it's a holistic approach to developing your business. If you kind of can marry like what your systems and your work looks like, because you're going to help businesses grow in a way that doesn't necessarily feel like inauthentic or hard and it's good for everybody so mm -hmm. like maybe um i don't know how small or big the businesses are but maybe it's like well part of it is like you can assess their assess their work assess their team how much do they love it how how do they operate and like okay well you know you're you guys are morning people so you know this is what you do during this time or, or like maybe you can help people grow and still like incorporate that you know like that that angle to it 
um, like obviously incorporate that angle into it. So like people feel like, oh, this isn't forcing me to try to like get into some cookie cutter thing, but mm -hmm. it's a, it's a real approach to it. I think there's such an opportunity for that. And I'm glad you said that. Cause that is like, I'm trying to marry those sides of my brain together mm -hmm. in that because I've been in the mm -hmm. other one for so long, but I think they can exist. My little tagline I always say is I used to be a an engineer in construction. Now I'm a life engineer, mm -hmm. but what does that look like to help people build businesses mm -hmm. in that way? And it's like, that's probably already what you do anyway, because you know, when you have a more holistic approach to things or think about different areas, not just like, okay, what numbers need to add up for, for money to come in. Um, that's generally like how you approach things anyway. And similarly, so even with the work that we're doing with people, like they always talk about like, um, you know, I really like working with you all because you treat me like a real person or you understand or value you and let me think about what I actually care about. You know, mm -hmm. like you're not trying to force people to do a certain thing um, outside of their box. I had a conversation with a guy um, who works at a talent agency and he was talking about how he's like, yeah, you know, one of my clients, um, they hire somebody to like help them get content, but like they start putting up the TikToks that are trendy and stuff like, you know, doing your makeup and telling a story. And he's like, but you know, it's kind of starting to look goofy. Like it's not really representative anymore, et cetera, et cetera. And I was telling them like, yeah, that's why, you know, we really, we look at trends, but we're not led by trends as much as what makes sense about like, where does this person want to go? What do they want? Um, you know, and actually creating content that brings more of those opportunities to you. And so I think it is very easy for a lot of folks to kind of just get caught up in a wave of everything else. And like, I feel like both of us in our work kind of remind people that like they can be them and just find out like what's the keys in them that kind of help them be successful themselves. Mm -hmm. um, so that, that always just makes things feel easier too. Um, with you moving into some of that biz dev stuff, were, were you trying to do that or did it just like happen? Um, and like, how do you feel about going that direction? Yeah. So I wasn't trying this year to do that. I had previously, and I had helped a couple like people or companies, um, but it just didn't continue after that. And I kind of follow like where the universe is kind of guiding me. Like, mm -hmm. this is where the money is, this is where the projects are, where the people are coming from. Um, but it kind of popped up from me doing what I was already doing in the holistic wellness space. And so I think it's cool that they trust me, um, that they're excited about my expertise. And um, I was laughing because they were like, yo, we tried to like get other people to do what you do, but they don't do it like you. And so mm -hmm. we want we want you to come in and do these things um, and bring that to us. So I'm excited. I think it gives me a chance to stretch my brain in new ways. Mm -hmm. um, but the one thing is I'm trying to think about what it looks like systems wise and how it fits into the business. But I am excited overall and I'm excited about the new opportunities and how I can think about things, but then also like, what does that look like in the whole actual business? How different is it though? Because you're, you, um, it seems like you kind of work as a consultant in general when you're doing like the health and wellness vibes. And so this is consulting like on the biz dev. Um, if you were to take in more of this business, like what does that mean you have to, what do you think you'll have to do differently or change? Mm, I would, that's a good question. The difference I think is, so I am a consultant for sure for holistic health and wellness. So yes, but um, instead of them telling me a problem and I come to kind of come in like, okay, with the school district, it was like the teachers were burnt out and that was causing test scores to go down and the students weren't being participatory. Mm -hmm. The administration wasn't getting along. There was a bunch of things that they told me. I created a plan to help them do that. Now I'm 
going in and helping create the systems for them to even hire the people that they need Mm. for these places. And so it's like, I'm more on the back end, I guess, instead of like after the problem, like they know how they want to grow. They just don't know how to get there. So maybe Mm -hmm. I'm I'm coming in a little bit earlier um, and helping them build something before they like even get to the level where they would have the problem and then Mm -hmm. call me in. Mm -hmm. Okay. That makes sense. Um, and do you feel like it's work that you can still do on your own? Like, how do you feel you may, this may change like your, you having a team or, or how you make moves like that? Yeah. So I, this year was really cool. I felt very excited because it was the first year I was like really paying people consistently to come mm-hmm. in and do like some consulting work and stuff with me. Like when I would get certain companies, I would be like, oh, I actually think this person is a better fit mm-hmm. and I want to get my friends paid who are doing great things in the community as well. Um, so I've been hiring people and I was really excited because I'm like, oh, this is an actual business when you're actually like paying folks. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think if I were to take more uh, biz dev, more strategy and development things, then I would probably have to hire more people to help me just do all of the things that I need to do. Mm. Okay. Like so all the back end work, all the systems, I would probably have to hire okay. people to help me do that. Okay. But it's interesting too, because it's like, oh, I might can have a plan or have a, um, a way to approach what's going on and what you may need. But also it's kind of cool, like you said, like you can bring in other people to like help with a certain thing. So it's like, you're like, uh, you're the fixer person, but then you can bring in other resources for them. And that's very important. Um, Similarly, I think for me, I wasn't planning to think this direction. And yet now I'm thinking about um, straight up management of like artist management, artist partnerships, thinking about um, friends who are like speakers or composers or artists or um, actors or book writers and all of these different things. And people tend to ask me about that in the past. And I'm like, and I'm not about to be working extra hard to like be responsible for like finding you gigs and finding you this and that. And yet, um, you know, having a conversation with my business manager this past um, few weeks ago, um one thing he's saying is like well you're kind of acting like a manager for for um our client it's like well what you're doing is like this is somebody who like trusts you they're they're calling you and talking to you just about you know regular things or talking to you about things that that's coming up um you know they're trusting you you're putting together uh the right people in place to help with certain things and bring it in pr oh that's another thing too that i didn't even talk about um so definitely shifting into being able to provide pr but only because it makes sense with a couple of our clients. It's like, okay, you guys are doing enough that it's like you will really benefit from that. Um, and so bringing in some PR and going to start to do some initial work with them to see how well we can fit and, and get things done together. Um, but then even with that, that kind of strengthens us as well. So it almost sounds like I have an opportunity. I'm, I'm still not sure if this is a completely where I want to go though, but I have an opportunity for our company to be a place that can do artist management and that, you know, we can assess with them, like, what are you trying to do? What is the opportunities you're trying to get more of? Assess a strategy and content plan for them, be able to create that content. We have so many different people, photographers and designers and all that to create the content for them. And then to actually be doing some of that outreach PR and connecting dots um, for some of these opportunities for them to actually get. So like that full circle, because everything is online now anyway, like a full circle of like, hey, putting out there what you want people to hit you up for. And if these are already people who have um, a very high audience, then it's really just one of those things where it's like you just got to talk about what you want and show 
what you want to do. Um, and then it kind of just helps you propel forward in that space. So really just kind of helping put the pieces together similarly. Um, and I really like that work. Um, I think it's just a matter of like, I'll need to do a little bit more relationship building with other folks. Um, Cause even with this past project, like I've had to reach out to friends in different industries to ask questions and learn more. So I know like how, how I should assist this um, client with moving. And yet I also um, realize that sometimes being outside of the box of certain industries allows me to think differently, which is good too. Um, and so you're not just doing the things the same way that everybody's been doing them. Mm-hmm. So I, um, I'm thinking about that being a direction to go in mostly because there's now opportunity, like with this other guy I've been talking to, who's a talent manager, um, I've been saying like, Hey, I have some people that it may benefit, like if I could send them your way. So I just got to think about if it makes sense because, you know, working with individuals is always, um, a lot at a lot lower, like retainers, just cause it's like, you want to be able to maintain it. But then when they have these other things going on as a manager now, it's like, Oh, well, um, in the case of my client, we did a reel of them cooking something just at their house. And then Campbell's is like, oh, here's 100,000. Come film something for um, uh, like a, a social media type commercial. It's funny because now commercials aren't even for TV anymore. Um, or maybe it was like with on Hulu or something, right? But like a commercial thing. And it's like, hmm, okay, as a manager now, I would have got my, you know, 15 to 20% of that. Um, and so it's helpful to have this small like retainer to help with content, blah, blah, blah. But now we actually are doing our job. And if we are managing and getting opportunities, then that's a bigger chunk. And that's how that can come in. And it benefits everybody. So that's what I'm thinking about. Um, And I think with that, it just matters about having the right type of clients because, you know, you can't really manage new people and think like you're about to get a whole lot coming in. That's when it's a lot more Mm -hmm. hustle. But um, I, I know I have the networks and the ability to maybe pull in some interesting folks. Um, So that's what I'm thinking about. And so I guess for this fourth quarter that we are coming into, like what's your focus to get ready for that? I have just been studying. So I have um, been just doing like a lot of research. I've been starting to look up uh, some other successful managers and look at, listen to their interviews. And it's so funny because um, the other day I was just kind of looking up stuff and reading articles because uh, one of my hangups is like, oh, I don't know how to be a manager. But then as I'm reading these things, I'm like, oh, this is like how we move anyway. So mm-hmm. then I stopped. I stopped. I was like, let me stop listening to stuff and stop reading stuff. And then I literally just started researching like some opportunities specifically for a client that I wanted to figure out and just like started doing it. Because um, right now what I'm doing is just saying like, well, I'll think like a manager because my clients already reached out and been like, well, let's talk about your goals. What are you trying to do? I don't, you know, as things get bigger and bigger, I don't want you to feel left out or like you're not getting what you need out of it. And so now I'm prepared to the next time we have that conversation to be like, well, actually, this is what I want to do and to see what that looks like to formalize. Um, So right now I'm thinking in that way and I am acting like a manager and we'll see what happens with that and how I can transition it into uh, really being the thing. That's exciting. I'm excited. Yeah, it seems it sounds interesting because I have a I have a few people that I know are looking for opportunities and I'm like, all right, I could just think like a manager with them, you know, like not even really trying to be it yet, but like just see what that feels like and looks like. Um, Yeah. And um, maybe that will be a more interesting way to connect with a lot of these. Like I said, like if they got this Campbell's uh, opportunity and then it's like, okay, that's how you work with these bigger companies through the talent side, instead of trying to be like Campbell's, let me do a campaign for you. Um, So I think that could be interesting. Um, 
and it was good to have conversation with other people to let me know like I mean that's what that's what you're already doing it's just you know just look into it and just just think about it and and so now that's just where I'm at it's just kind of letting it marinate okay I'm excited to continue to hear this journey (laughs) evolve congrats on all of that um uh right now I'm also learning but I think the first step for me is to figure out like what is in my scope of things that I want to do because there's a few different things that they ask me for. And so I I need to sit with what I actually want to do um, and what is actually in my wheelhouse. And if not, like I, you know, probably know people to like point them to for those things, but I want to work in my strengths and then things that make me excited and things that I enjoy doing. So one, figuring out like what fits. Mm -hmm. So I'm probably going to spend the rest of the year playing with that and seeing how that goes. Um, And then to thinking about what it would look like to take on more work of this and what my team would need to look like to be able to do this in the way that I want to. Mm-hmm. So you would need to define like, what is this service? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And that happens over time too. Cause like ours has changed so much from how we would asset, do assessment at the beginning. And then, you know, we named it our own thing, like called a cat map. And now it's like, okay, it's a real thing. Um, But it takes a lot of experience sometimes of like just doing it and then realizing like, all right, what's the parts that make sense? What's the parts people actually ask for? What do I actually want to do? Who's doing it? Um, So, yeah, that sounds like it makes sense to just keep going down that path of just defining it um, and being able to like write a little thing that says, hey, the, the Carly experience is this. Like we come in, we see what's going on. How do you we see how you feel? We note the things that make you feel blah, and then we choose those as our priority of how to make your business better or whatever. Like, you know, how can you make it like a blurb that really fits you? And then from there, you could just keep like getting more and more detailed as you're just doing it. Cause then you have to kind of do it to, you know, to make it make sense even more. Exactly. You have to start walking in it and experiencing yeah. it before yeah. it can readjust and before you learn. So all of that to say, I'm going to do this project and also mm-hmm. marinate on all of those things for the rest of the year and see how they go. Yeah. So for all of you listening, um, you know, whether you work somewhere, work for yourself or even have your own projects, whatever it may be, um, think about how this year went for you. Um, what opportunities did you get? What things happened that surprised you? Um, what things did you ask for? And then you're like, mm, I don't really like this. Um, but really think about that and think about how you can kind of prep for uh, the direction you would want to go into next um, and what that looks like. And again, sometimes it's just kind of thinking about it um, and jogging your thoughts and writing or doing some research, but um, think about how you want to pop out for 2024 and start putting those things into place. Yeah. Hit us at Carly's Couch to let us know, Um, you know, your thoughts about the episode, your thoughts about where you are and where you want to be. And then we actually have a shout out this week. (laughs) So um, where I'm shouting out is the Sensuality by Karma Reigns experience. Um, I went to, I had a holistic pop-up at her dance class a couple of weeks ago and it was so beautiful. It was so much fun. Um, First of all, like the caveat, I love dancing. So that was like, a no-brainer for me. But what I will say is I've never been in a space where someone so intentionally created a brave space, a safe space, an open space, such a fun space for all types of bodies, all Mm -hmm. types of races, all like older women, younger women. There was everybody you can imagine on the spectrum and everybody had a really good time. And I love that being so thoughtful. She even had different models besides her, like who knew the choreography, Mm -hmm. who were like, 
different sizes to show you what it looks like on different bodies and different abilities. Like some people had mm-hmm. to do modifications. And I just appreciate that because I feel like a lot of times they're not accessible. Mm-hmm. And, and so- it shows that like everybody can be sensual. It really is like a, a attitude thing. It is. And I just I felt so good. So shout mm-hmm. out to Karma cool. Reigns. Y'all check her out at Sensuality by Karma, K-A-R-M-A on Instagram. Go to her classes, um, support all the stuff she's doing because it's amazing. Yeah, that is pretty cool. All right. Thank you guys for listening and we'll see you next week. Bye, y'all.